listen in. Thanks for doing just that. Music. Music has some sort of magical, maybe mystical thing happening. Mystical. mystical. That couldn't be more sucked in. I love it. I love it. You see, I want to live life better, unless I'm in some sort of funk and all I want to do is wallow. Songs, artists, musicians, lyrics, they help me in all sides of life. They're like lifts in my shoes. I walk a little taller, my shoulders are on my back. Yeah. Bring on life. Bring it completely on. Bring on life. So I'm full of questions and I listen in. Luckily, or hopefully, I travel with a recorder and open SM58 microphones. You've got questions? You've got questions? I've got more. I'm Frank Jenks. I began listening in with a syndicated radio program, interspersing conversation pieces with songs and subject matter. And now, I just want to offer this fullness, the greatness, the insight directly from rock stars to you this way. We both leaned against a brick wall and talked. I asked, he answered, honestly. I recorded. Charles Fernie of then Secret and Whisper brought the goods on their record, Great White Tail, and I was hooked with their hooks. I thought they nailed it and were headed for greatness, if not bigness. It wasn't three years later when they called it hiatus time. I think the darkness he brings to light is quite insightful here. This was recorded in Grand Rapids, Michigan on August 7th, 2008. I guess tell me, Secret and Whisper. I mean, that's such a stupid, simple question, but, you know, is there some big, deep meaning behind it, or it just sounded cool? Um, kind of sounded cool, actually. Yeah. Um, there's a bit of a story behind it. Um, both of um, this band, Secret and Whisper, is kind of a combination of two older bands. And um, when I had just left my other band singing for it, and it was a coincidence that they had just kind of lost their singer at the same time. So... Um, I ended up writing some demos and stuff with the guys, and um, we really were wanted to kind of put a band together, and and uh, we liked the way things were going and stuff. So we um, ended up putting it together, and we were thinking of a name. Um, I had um, Secret and Whisper already thought of because I kind of think of band names all the time and stuff just for fun. And, <laughs> it's um, what you do for a living. Yeah, yeah. So um, <laughs> it was. Uh, I liked it because I liked the phonetically the way it sounded, secret and whisper. I thought it was kind of nice to say. Mm-hmm. And um, I was just kind of sick of all the kind of screamo band names out there right now. So yeah. that are all like, you know, die this day or I'm going to bleed on you tomorrow and all that sort of stuff. So, you know, it's not it's not deep. It's not it doesn't really have that much, you know you know depth behind it more than the fact that you know we were kind of in a little hush hush when we started the band because you know we had prior you know yeah. o- obligations and stuff but um yeah we just kind of liked it so so this is something you wanted to do your whole life um yeah since i was about 16 i guess really so and so um i ended up just kind of not doing it and then going to film school and stuff and then oh really and then you know, doing the right thing, going to college and all that. And then I still wanted to do it after, so I was like, okay, I'm going to do it. So are you excited about making a video someday, or have you already made one for the band? Yeah, we made a video for... Did you, uh, did you direct it and were a big part of it, or were you just... Yeah, actually, I worked with the director oh, okay. um, on the yeah, idea and stuff. And 
um, I kind of told him the kind of video we were looking for, and um, he got some really, really good ideas off of that, and then he kind of drew up a treatment from there. So so do you like to fiddle around in Final Cut Pro and stuff? Is that something that you like to do, or do you, you like to come up with the ideas and stuff? And um, I like I like writing a lot, and um, I do fiddle around a lot. I'm not really a good, a very good editor, but... Mm. Um, but I do have a system at my house where I can, you know, fool around yeah. and at least get basic ideas down and stuff. So talk to me about that. Is that just about a girl? Um, pretty much. Yeah, I guess. Okay. Um, you know, I think someone I don't know who it was, but said all songs are kind of about love and girls and or the other sex. So, but um, you know, it's a I guess it kind of has a bit of a darker twist. Um, dealing with some some issues. Um. I was kind of in a relationship where you know it wasn't it, we were on an even playing field um, it wasn't really a relationship it kind of seemed like you know one person was going through really tough things and the other person was just kind of there so that's kind of where that song you know kind of stemmed from and yeah relationships are they're just they're just so important to life and they can just kill yeah that's for sure but I guess that's what we're all searching for is something some sort of magic between two people yeah yeah definitely I think there's a lot a lot to life and it's not just the good things but it's the good and the bad that make life life you know so is it is it tougher are relationships tougher on the road I mean even if it's band guys or a relationship back home it, is it tougher on the road for relationships for you um I think so because first of all like the bad reputation that band guys have like yeah. on your girlfriends or whatever everyone's always saying well you know isn't he a band guy thinking that he's just I'm just, people will just go cheat and all that sort of thing and you know I'm sure people do that but um it's not everybody you know and uh of course being away all the time it's really hard to uh you know you got big phone bills and you know it's kind of it's kind of a hassle but if you're with the right person, I guess it's worth it, right? So. And and right now, you feel like you have the right person in your yeah, life? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So how hard is it? I've never even asked a stupid question like this, but how hard, how hard is it not to cheat? I mean, I, I mean, you know, be just because you like, like what you just said, you know, if you're a band guy, well, you know, blah, blah, blah. Because there's sort of that sex, drugs, and rock and roll thing that's out there. And yeah, I think where, it, where there's a will, there's a way, I guess. I think it all depends on, like, your personality and what kind of character you have, you know? Like, I'm sure there's a lot of guys out there that have fun doing that sort of thing and you know meeting lots of different people which i think is totally cool you know but um i'm not really into you know meeting you know just random people like uh, every night and stuff like that so i'm yeah. kind of i don't know i'm kind of more of a like a homebody i like to get to know somebody a lot before you know i kind of you invest in them and stuff like that so tour is really strange it's one of those things where at the time, it seems like, you know, you're a long way from home. Like, right now, I'm, like, f probably, like, a 45-hour drive from home, like... No, is that all? ...through 3,000 miles, so... Wow. It's kind of weird, like, looking at a map and stuff, but... Um, what I do is I... I just sometimes, when I can, I just, like, sneak away and get some alone time. And uh, even if I can just get, like, an hour or something, like, that usually, like... You know, if I'm if I'm feeling like a little anxious or something, because being around people all the time is probably the hardest thing for me. So, um, yeah, just go spend a little alone time, go to the mall or shopping or look around at some thrift stores or something, and yeah, you know, just and 
oh yeah it's like i don't know it's like touring is one of those things where it's like you go on tour and it's really hard and um sometimes you wonder well, like why am i doing this but then when it's over and you are back home and you're like kind of safe place you all you think about is like the good memories and all the people that you met like i meet so many people every day that i never would have met like ever you know if i didn't actually you know take this you know chance and you know just go out there and i so i really do appreciate it in that way like i wouldn't ever trade trade it for the world for sure is that what that's sort of about is is feeling like somebody's there that you know um it actually it is kind of kind of like that and and kind of like uh at the time i was going through um you know getting out of a seven-year relationship and um i'd really invested a lot into it so that song um is actually linked with the first track blonde monster about this dream i had it's kind of about this this person that um it was like a really like faceless person like i had never seen them before but i kept having this dream and it was really comforting to me so it kind of gave me like a perspective of you know what like i probably just haven't met the person that's right for me yet and um and so that song you're familiar is really about that and um you know in ways that i'm looking for and and everything it's kind of more of a song about like hope for the future and and uh being a little bit optimistic in a hard time so yeah i'm a married dude now and i've been married for a decent amount of time and do you think about that do you think about finding somebody who you're gonna spend the rest of your life with now after especially after a big big time commitment with somebody and all of a sudden it's like how am i gonna find you know is that is that on your mind a lot who who you're gonna spend the rest of your life with yeah definitely um you know i i think a lot of people can be scarred by something like that and you know i'm not saying that i'm not but but um i think that you still got to give it a chance for the future you know you can't just because if you put up walls then you never you know you're not gonna end up experiencing life which is the bad and the good right so yeah so talk to me about uh spider beside her which i appreciate the title more than anything that song that song is kind of a little funny story um remember back when i was saying like um i was leaving my other band and stuff i actually got kicked out of my old band Good job. and yeah and uh so i went home with my tail between my legs to my hometown and it's really hard it's kind of like a it's a city by like a lake and stuff and it's really touristy in the summertime so it's really hard to get like a job and stuff even for like the locals so i went home to my hometown not able to uh even find a job so i had to take the first thing i could get which was um working at a chinese buffet restaurant as a waiter nice mm-hmm. yeah it's pretty good i was like traveling around america for a long time and then all of a sudden i'm working at a chinese food restaurant you weren't thinking of that at 16 years of age yeah right? not at all <laughs> so i was like oh my goodness what am i doing but anyways it kind of was cool because you know a really bad thing turned into a good thing because i got inspiration for this song the inspiration behind the song is um I kind of noticed that all there's Japanese and Chinese uh, waiters and waitresses that worked there. They're kind of a family and off of their family too, and friends of um, friends and that sort of thing, but mostly Asian people. And um, I noticed that all their names were kind of like three-letter names, like Jim, Tim, Sam, John, um, you know, uh, Cam, like stuff like that. And I, I was like, one day I was just like. <laughs> that is not your guys' real names, is it? And they're like, no. 
and I was like, well, what is your name? And then the first person I asked, her name was Iachoku. And, um, and I was like, well, why don't you guys use your real names? And she said, she's like, because no one would ever remember them or know how to pronounce them. It's just too hard. And I thought it was kind of like a sad kind of story that, you know, Canada's not that old. Neither is North America, you know. Right. A couple hundred years. And a place like Japan has, like, thousands of years of, like, culture and, like, history and all that sort of thing. Like, and for them to, like their names have meaning and stuff and for them to come over here and just like drop all that for a name that has nothing i thought that was kind of uh kind of strange that we made them do that but um so yeah that song is kind of uh, kind of like um japanese culture based and i put my friend's name in there Iachoku, and yeah it's just kind of her, like her revenge on uh, mama panda's uh, chinese buffet <laughs> and that's uh that's where the panda comes from in the artwork too the mama panda i like the ghost yeah Where's that from? Oh, that's from the song Attacker. Oh, okay. Yeah, I grew up in a haunted house. Talk to me. All right. <laughs> you grew up in a haunted house? Yeah, well, a very close family member died. Um, um, actually, it was my brother. My older oh. brother died when he was six years old. And uh, he kind of uh, haunted my, my house that I, that I was growing up in. Wow. And it was a really strange experience for my family growing up and stuff. So, um that's what I kind of wrote that song about, about, you know, memories I had, you know, from, uh, growing up, um, with that sort of like weird thing going on and stuff. And, you know, I, I'm not straight out in my lyrics. I don't straight out be like, you know, ghosts and stuff like that. I just kind of like, I try to be descriptive about, you know, things, memories, and I try to write image based lyrics. So, um, so that it's not just obvious, you know, if someone's turned off by that idea or something, they're just not like, oh, I don't want to listen to this song because he's just like singing, oh, yeah, I lived with a ghost or something like that. So I kind of just um, try to be a bit more creative and. I love that. An explanation. Did, so. did everybody in your family, were they convinced he was there? Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah, for sure. So mother, father, and other. Yeah. My mother and I, the most, um, like, we experience the most things and you think of it as a negative experience no not at all not at all no so when you say i guess when i hear the word haunted i think negative but that is not how you meant that at all N it's not negative but i'm not going to say that, that i wasn't like seven years old like hiding under my blanket right, yeah. at nighttime praying to god so hard that he would not let me see a ghost you know what i mean because yeah. it's a really scary thing so well i saw it once and i was i never wanted to see it again so and so do you think there's more ghosts out there now you think there's ghosts all over around us yeah I, I i think there are and you know as a as a christian or whatever a lot of people will probably be weirded out by that but but you know unless you experience that sort of thing you know it's hard to make a judgment call so i'm i'm more fascinated by it because i i want there's a part of me that wants to believe and then there's my logical thing this is oh well it just can't be because you know you know i've never seen one so you know that's my conclusion is there must can't there can't be but there's a there's a big part of me that wants to think that something is around me and whether they're looking after me or just around me i, I guess i don't you know don't think too much about that other than just the idea that there's you know there's a spirit thing going on yeah with with somebody maybe that i even used to know so yeah maybe like i don't know the one thing for sure that i know is that nobody knows what happens when you die yeah we know that so so are you not freaked out by it anymore then 
Um, yeah, definitely. I'm freaked out. Um, luckily, it's kind of like in the past. Um, last summer, I kind of experienced a thing too that was really weird, and uh, it kind of, kind of uh, creeped me out a bit. But uh, you know, things haven't really been happening since that old house when I was little. So, and driving past that old house is got to be a weird feeling, huh? Um, no, because it, it wasn't just. It wasn't like a really like negative thing. It wasn't like what's that movie? With the girl on the TV and all that. Oh, yeah. Um, um, poltergeist. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't like yeah, right. poltergeist or anything with, like, slime coming down the walls. It was like, it was, I had a really good childhood and a really good time living there. And, um, yeah, there were some weird things, but I guess that was normal to me because I was growing up there and I didn't know any different. And, yeah, so I don't look at that house in a negative way at all or anything. So. Uh, talk to me about Looming Moon. Is that uh, is that about relationship, too, then? Um, yeah, that one is is a bit darker of kind of the same thing more of the uh well i love i love lines like i'm anxious to relieve my mind from desperate thoughts yeah you know because yeah i guess we all sort of want that whether whatever the situation is if if we're well if we're anxious about it you know yeah exactly you're anxious all the time it's not the (laughs) best feeling no it's not yeah i don't i was that song's kind of was like almost like a warning to myself to like you know like maybe you shouldn't get out of this like maybe you should keep going with it like don't turn away and mm. that sort of thing and worrying to myself that I didn't listen to so you know second guessing is yeah. no fun yeah <laughs> no fun ready for right. another long story dude all right if you <laughs> I got a microphone and recording equipment all right <laughs> I don't really have like a family history because my father was like um, abandoned at birth like to a first foster home that would take him. Wow. And he hit the last name that he took was his first foster parent's name. Okay. Um, so I don't even really have a real family name. Like, that's just like... It goes back one generation. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> my parents are the oldest people in my house, and or in my family. And uh, my mom has a really, like, uh, great story behind... Um, she was also adopted out at birth. And, you know, back in the 50s, like, you couldn't figure out, like... You know, they didn't keep really detailed records because that was, you know, adopting a kid out was kind of a thing that they didn't want you to figure it out later and that sort of thing. So so we were never able to find out any information about that sort of thing. But she did find out the story of, you know, where she came from. And that's what Lovers is about. And the story is, is uh, my grandfather, my mother's father, was supposedly this sailor that came to this city um, on some ships and um, at, you know just for one night with his his uh, you know I don't know if he's in the Marines or whatever um, but he he uh, met this girl who was married and she had a family at home husband and two kids um, they ended up having an affair that night and uh, he left that night that was my grandfather sailing away and to never ever it'd be impossible to discover him um, the mother went home um, her husband was very, very mad that she was pregnant, said, well, this isn't my child, so you have to give it up. And that was my mom. So that song is kind of like lovers, you know, is just that one night between those two and kind of how my grandpa kind of stole my identity from me. So, Yeah, and do you sort of feel cheated on that? Oh, definitely. I've been, I've totally been searching for about, you know, who I really, really am. I like, I don't know, like my 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 culture and like uh, my background or anything so 
So that kind of that really kind of gets to me because, I, you know, I love I love like like I have a really small family. It's just like the four of us and me, like me, my brother, and my mom and my dad. And uh, I also have um, a half sister too. But that's another story. Um, yeah, because I, I I really admire like big families. You know, like like that get together and all that sort of thing and I kind of always wanted that so um and also to know my real last name you know mm. like what would what would my uh, father's real last name be and that sort of thing and also like what race am I and stuff like I'm obviously Caucasian but like I don't know I think people's like lives I think that who you are is kind of bred into you you know over like thousands of years of your culture you know what I mean so if you know like I don't want to get into any stereotypes or anything, but you know, like, it's kind of like, what's that, what's that childhood story, um, about, uh, the, uh, was it the ugly swan or something? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Ugly duckling. The ugly yeah, duckling. Yeah. 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 You know, it didn't feel like it fit in, but then when he finally like went back to who he was supposed to, he was like, Oh, I look just like you guys and I act like you and it's not so weird anymore. That's kind of what I always been looking for. So. Yeah, I mean, I assume the records are somewhere, but, um, I, you know, it's sort of like, you know, when you're on the internet, it's like if you can find the right It's actu- the Actually, right website. I went on the internet, and I found that the, the the hospital that my dad was actually born in, because he remembers, is actually burned down now. So, oh. Yeah. And they had all the records and stuff in there, so. Wow. Yeah, yeah I don't know what that feels like. I mean, I don't, I mean, I, I can tell you that I come from a fairly big family, but I... I don't get together with them a lot, you know, so I, I have the option, <laughs> you know, I think once uh, every few years they have a big family reunion and, and, uh, and I sort of go down there and we sort of talk, you know, small talk and I kind of go, uh, I guess it's just, I guess, I guess we're all just making sure somebody else is alive. So, yeah. yeah. So, so great white whale is the last one. I have that, I have that down as searching for, for something that's really elusive. Kind of, that whole story is like usually I don't write in stories like mm-hmm. I kind of just write descriptive like lyrics that was a uh, one story that I was uh, I kind of wanted to put into a story for kind of maybe the theme of the album which it ended up being and that sort of thing and um, the story is kind of um, is about someone who is um, okay well the actual story that I wrote was there's this place where there's like these different areas to it like there's a area that's like land and sea and then there's air and then there's like um there's this one human or whatever that lives on land this one person and uh he's really lonely and so he decides that he wants to go kidnap like the biggest of and greatest of all the creatures on his land or planet or whatever so he decides to go grab the great white whale grabs him brings him back home like locks him in a tower i thought that was really kind of funny locking a whale in a tower and uh and uh but then as soon as he uh discovers that uh you know the whales in the tower and stuff um he discovers that all the animals there's the balance has kind of been shifted so they they kind of have an uprising and and go uh go to get the the whale back and he, when he realizes what he's done he's he kind of is like oh and goes and sets it free again so that's i think is really the whole theme of it is just kind of being lonely and and just maybe like setting 
you know, doing the right thing in the end, you know, so. Yeah. Movies that have been a big deal? Because it sounds like you're a story image guy, you know, so. Yeah. Has it been movies that have been a big deal in your life? that have? Been yeah. Movies inspire me more than anything um, when it comes to, like, even lyrics or even songs. Um, that's what the... Uh, it's what the song The Actress is about, actually. It's about it's simply about going to the movies. So what any movies that you really were powerful in your life? That you, you know, think of off the top of your head? Oh yeah, definitely. Um my favorite director is P. T. Anderson and uh he um hit the movie Magnolia was uh, really really huge for me. Um, I love that movie a lot. So. What the uh, frogs coming from the sky mean? Yeah, oh, I don't want to get into it right now. Okay, okay. thanks. Because <laughs> I because I watched it and then when I got to that place, I kind of went. I don't know where I'm going now. So okay. Um, I kind of like found that all of his movies kind of have a a story about uh, someone who's coming up from the bottom. You know, doesn't really have a chance at life. For some reason, they kind of get a break. Um, it starts going really, really well. They, it, the movie always reaches a climax, and then um, something very, very disturbing happens that brings everything all the way down. And then at the end, there's always kind of like some sort of like resolution. It's never as good as the climax, but it's kind of like okay, you know what I mean? And everyone's like, okay, I can deal with this. And I found that's the kind of little formula I think that I found in his movies that I really like. Um, I don't know if you ever seen Boogie Nights or Punch Drunk Love or Magnolia or his new movie, um, There Will Be Blood. Mm. Oh, yeah, that movie is amazing. Is it really? Yeah, it's, it's simply amazing. How about environmental stuff? Do you guys think much about the environment? Um, yeah, actually, um, um, Jordan is actually native. Um, he's our bass player. Okay. Um, his mom is a native princess of their tribe. Oh, okay. And their dying tribe. It's like there's not very many oh. of them left. And anyways you know he he has always been really in touch with nature his whole life and stuff and you know um he's a vegetarian um he's the only one in the band um i totally agree with vegetarianism but i'm not one i kind of just believe in respecting animals um I think that we do really do mistreat them, like, in, like, native culture and stuff. Like, you know, if they captured, you know, a moose for their family or sh killed a deer or something like that or fish, they would, they would, you know, they would become, like, very, very sad and, like, mm. they'd pray over it and pray to God and thank, thank them for giving their families, like, food for the whole winter and stuff like that. And there's, th I think that's really respecting an animal, you know? Mm. But now we just go to the grocery store and there's, like, steaks, it's an assembly line, and we really do mistreat animals, and I think that's a really sad thing in this world. But I don't know, I'm not going to go join Peter or anything, so I've got too much on my plate already, so... and wonder about bands who reared their heads and wanted us to pay attention only to call it a day all too soon all too soon for me at least we have the music and I love that thank you thank you thank you for reals I know you're searching don't don't stop don't, don't. keep on scouring lyrics and songs and movies and books and anywhere, anywhere you can find inspiration because, and I know I'm still wrestling with this, you are worthy of love and a great life. 
give and get. Listen in and share the goodness. I sign off sincerely, comma, Frank Jenks, questioner, interviewer, searcher, hoper. <laughs>